Doorbox. Doorbox is a paid monthly subscription service where every single month you receive a new box at your doorstep. Each box comes in a variety of sizes and differing materials. For only $19.99 a month, you get a new box every month delivered straight to your door. No more heading down to Home Depot looking through all those crazy cardboard boxes and weird sizes. These boxes come in one size. Perfect. The following podcast was brought to you in part from a grant by Breitbart. Gotcha. (laughs) We help support this podcast you listen to. In a way, you are now a supporter of Breitbart. When a secretary's idea is stolen by her boss, she seizes an opportunity to steal it back by pretending she has her boss's job. This is the plot of Working Girl. What does it have to do with the disappearance of a 47-year-old man? Well, if you're the detective on the case, it has everything to do with it. Or maybe nothing at all. The job of a detective is to look where other people don't. Look for missing pieces, clues. The job of a detective is also to promote their small town production of Working Girl. Would Brian Lynn have enjoyed Working Girl? Did he see the original? These are questions a detective asks, not knowing if he'll ever get an answer. Will we get an answer? Brian Lynn, a 47-year-old bungee jumper and tactical paper mache enthusiast, was on his way to a rainforest cafe in Tyson's Corner, Virginia, when he went missing. Okay, um, so we are set up. Um, hey there. Hey. Hey. Okay, great. Uh, would you mind uh, saying your name and, and telling us your relation to the case? Sure. Uh, Detective Bix. Um and I was, I'm the primary detective on this case. Well, that was until the FBI came in. I'm a lo- local detective here in Tyson's Corner. Okay. Oh, yeah. How long have you been a detective? Uh, 33 years. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, right when I, uh, I actually dropped out of college um, because I was pursuing a degree in theatrical painting uh, for the stage. And I realized what the hoot nanny am I doing? Um, you, theatrical painting for the stage is actually sort of a dying art now um, since there's so many black box theaters and Broadway. So I decided to, uh, yeah, pursue uh, a simpler life. Uh, you know, even, if, even as a kid, I was always great at solving mysteries. Um, like my mom's dress went missing one day. And uh, I decided, you know, I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Like, I'll never forget it. I was in fourth grade. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. I start looking for her dress. Looked high and low. Interviewed the neighbors. Shook down some neighborhood children. And uh, lo and behold, uh, the dress was actually at Mr. Townsend's house. My mom was sleeping with Mr. Townsend. The point is, I found that dress i unfortunately also brought about the end of my parents marriage but i found the dress and i think as soon as that happened i had sort of this secret bug for detective work so been in been working as a detective ever since the age of 18 
Wow, that's that's an incredible story. I, I'd love to double back. Your sure. mother left her dress at the house of a man she was sleeping with. Yes, yeah, um, and we should have uh, we should have known. She came home naked, you know, not uh, that very same day. And she told me there was a mix up at the dry cleaners, which of course is a, an insanely bad excuse. Um, mm-hmm. But at very first, I, I believed it. I believed, you know, your mom tells you something, you're in fourth grade, you believe her. Do you have siblings? Who, who else was privy to this lie? And how, how well do you think they bought it in terms of like, Oh, I don't know, as a good lie for showing up someplace naked, uh, mix up at the dry cleaners works. On an, did you find it to be an effective lie? Is it something that you would recommend to somebody who might end up someplace naked? Um, no, no, it's a no. terrible, it's a really stupid excuse. Okay. I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, well, uh, let me uh, ask you, how did you, uh, did you get assigned to the case? Did you request the case? How did you get involved with the case? I actually read about the case uh, in our uh, local penny paper, uh, the Tyson Bump and Dump, uh, where they put less interesting news stories. Uh, But that's what what I'm looking for. I'm I'm combing through uh, the Bump and Dump because I want to see what pitter patters happening on the street. Um, and I thought it was incredibly strange that Brian went missing. Um, cause I, I knew Brian actually. Oh, interesting. How did you know Brian? Uh, me and Brian actually the same age. We were in high school together. Yeah. And, uh, uh, me and Brian also happened to both be members of the puppet club. Interesting. This is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I was in, incredibly familiar with his paper mache skills. Uh, he, you know, while I was focusing on painting for the stage, he was creating puppets. Uh, we, we did in high school an incredibly watered down version of Avenue Q um, called Avenue B. Uh, you changed a, the name? Yeah. They found the subject matter <laughs> to be faggy. Um, uh, I'm so, wait, can I say that? Can I say that? I mean, uh, if that's what they said to you, then yes, you can say it. But if that's what you're saying, then please don't. Yeah, no, this, no. Is, this is audio, so nobody saw those quotes. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I made quotation marks. Okay. Um, they, 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 they thought uh, Avenue Q was, you know, a little fruity. Um, okay. A little, you know, Charles Nelson Riley, if you will. Okay. And uh, they they renamed it Avenue B. Um, and instead of it being about uh, AIDS, of course, it was about the common cold. Um, it was incredibly, uh, incredibly watered down, and it, it never got anywhere emotionally. Um, but uh, that's where I I first met Brian. Wow. Oh, so you have a per. Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Please continue. So you have a personal stake in this case. I do. It's why I was eventually taken off the case by the FBI um, uh, when they found out that I had the personal involvement and that's against the law. Da, da, da. Um, so I was taken off the case, but uh, before I was taken off the case, I was able to use what I knew about Brian to my advantage. And I, to me, it's quite clear 
he did not go missing on his own. Someone abducted him. Hmm. Interesting. What, what, what from the case leads you to believe that? Um, well, as you know, uh, is a very enthusiastic bungee jumper. Um, mm-hmm. And not only, like, not only ha- did I have this connection with him in high school, you know, we got picked on a lot, but um, I unfortunately had to stop him uh, from doing a couple local jumps because they were, it was illegal, you know? Um, I did not arrest him. I couldn't, couldn't bring, I couldn't, didn't have the heart to arrest him. But I did, uh, luckily did show up on the scene to tell him, you know, he had to vacate the premises. And on one particular time, he was down at uh, Devil's Hole, um, which is a local hiking trail with, a, with a, uh, a pretty high peak. He was attempting to jump off of it. Um, but, the, uh, the hiking trail with a high peak was called Devil's Hole? Yeah, it's called Devil's Hole. Um, it used to be a, a mining mountain. Um, yeah. And it was known for its incredibly steep, uh, uh, diamond hole. And, uh, <laughs> you grew up in a diamond mining town. <laughs> yeah. Well, in Virginia, there's miners. It, uh, it's now a, a coal mine, uh, before it was, you know, completely de-diamond. It used to have diamonds in it. Now it's just coal. Okay. Um, but you know, I mean, this is neither here nor there, but you know, they, if you, uh, held onto the diamonds, they would hobble you. Did you know that? No, I don't know who the they is you've been referring to from the get-go. Who hobbled they? Who are the if hobblers? I, if I may, sir, fuck you. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's short okay. Views, short views. Anyways, um, long story short, the last time I stopped him from jumping, he had a heart-to-heart, and then he told me he's the happiest he's ever been. Um, and that's when I thought, and then he went missing not a couple months later. And I thought to myself, happy men don't just go missing. They're taken away. Mm. Uh, I mean, this is incredible because we, we, we hadn't heard about any of this. Um, no. Can you describe uh, Brian, just his personality? Does he know him? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, you know, me and him were both outcasts in high school. Um, you know, we got picked on a bit. Uh, it, it, you know, he was just gentle and not afraid to love what he loved, even even when he knew it would get him in trouble. I mean, hello, he's a tactical paper mache enthusiast. That's 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 lame. You know, it's lame as hell. And uh, you know, I, I loved painting for stage. Um, I was. I was fucking lame, you know, I was a loser. So a lot of times in the uh, lunchroom, kids would throw trash at us. Um, uh, let's see, they would throw, uh, w- one time they threw a bunch of piss balloons at us. Um, uh, it was very humiliating. Uh, piss soaked Sounds our, like it. Yeah, piss soaked our hair. And, and then the teachers joined in too. You know, the teachers, uh, highly unorthodox, but um, teachers at our school just had, they had just had it with the public school system and they decided to take it out on me and brian so uh and and i i said i'm we're gonna fight back we're gonna fight this this is this is fucking crazy i mean mrs murchison just just farted on our head like miss she just fucking she she, oh, bent, she farted on your head she bent over she spread her 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 uh her her dress and uh she ripped it she ripped her dress 
like uh, like Hulk Hogan in the beginning of a mask or, or whenever when he's he's hulking up in a match. Okay. And this was the same school where Avenue Q was seen to be to <laughs> pu- pushing the boundaries too much. That's right. Wow. That's right. Yeah, for being too hoo-hoo-hoo. Uh, you know, they thought it was too uh, will and no grace, if you know what I'm saying. They <laughs> thought it was all cocks and nuts. You get what I'm saying, don't you? I, I mean, think so. I think so. But also, I I just feel like a lot of these are yours, and I question if any if any of these were said to you specifically. Oh, you come oh up really? a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, look, it's a it's a horribly homophobic high school I went to. Okay. Um, uh, you know, uh, they're just they're just the people. A lot of salutarians and people were incredibly religious, and I think that bled into the experience uh, of of us going to school. Brian was gentle. Uh, when I wanted to fight back, Brian said, "Don't fight back." Instead of fighting them, we can build ourselves up. And I, I mean, he's just just the nicest guy you could imagine. And one one time, one time, here's another uh, great story about Brian. One time I broke up with my girlfriend. Um, at the time I was actually, I was dating a, I was dating a local weather caster girl. She mm. was, yeah, it was, it was illegal. She was 30 years my senior. And uh, uh, he, uh, you know, it was a terrible breakup. Uh, she buzzed all my hair off. What? All right, you're, Getting a little emotional. I'm sorry. sorry. I just need to tell the audience. I've never been so humiliated like that. She just she buzzed all my hair off, and then she um she. I'm pretty sure you don't need to tell us if you. No, no, I need to tell you. Uh, I need to. uh, Brian would want me. Brian would want Mm -hmm. me to be proud of what happened and 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 build myself back up. (laughs) She buzzed my hair off. She ripped my pants off. And she painted, she painted my dick blue, and she said, "Oh, look at Gonzo! Look at Gonzo! 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 I didn't know Gonzo's nose was so small. Look at Gonzo!" That is horrifying. Yeah, it was really dark sided. Uh, and he took me in, no questions asked. He, I, I got to live with him for three weeks, and uh, that's you know when I met his family, uh, and they were. Weird. Uh, I'm curious. Uh, tell me, uh, like, your experience with his family. You said they were unusual. Yeah. Um. You know, his family. I don't know if you know this or not. Uh. But some of his family members uh were uh in a a lesser known, basically a a WWE um a competitor. Uh, so, so it wasn't WCW, uh, it was worldwide brawl, brawl fights, um, worldwide brawl fights. Yeah. I think I might've seen some of these. They're sort of like an underground, uh, like an early UFC where they're sort of doing extremely dangerous stunts. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Like a little less classy than backyard wrestling. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, uh, they, they, they got arrested. Uh, uh, many of them got arrested for pitting children against each other. 
uh, they they would they 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 would they would always like to put you know fantastical pairings together. They would they would make a, a turtle fight a rabbit um, to see who is truly the winner of this race. They were lunatics. <laughs> um, uh, they they were very violent fights, and I think Brian did not do well. Uh, he didn't belong in that family. Mm. Well, this is interesting because you're showing a side to Brian that we haven't been privy to. Um, uh, we, we, um, this is all, uh, new information. You're showing us a very sweet side to Brian. Yeah. I, you know, I, at least, you know, the, I don't know if I'm the only one who got to see it, but you know, I would, I just, I describe Brian as a, as a feather wrapped in cotton candy, you know, just ultimately, ultimately uh seemingly strange you know seemingly strange on the outside but mm-hmm. absolutely harmless you know that uh, now that you mention it it sort of brings me back to uh an article i read about your removal from the case do you mind if i read a quote that... oh yeah no not at all not at all so um when the fbi took over they said you were forcibly removed from the case and also from the building uh, you were ejected while you screamed. Uh, Brian was a special cotton candy angel, and yeah. uh, he was um, a kindred spirit. Is that yeah. more or less the gist of of what you said? Yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I went a little further. I said he's he's a whisper on a cloud. You know, I think I I think I described him as a little tiny little tiny shoes inside of a, the tiniest little basket. I, uh, you know, uh, baby angel with wings. Um, you know, I, I got removed and obviously my, my language didn't help the case, but what they don't know is that I have evidence. Okay. That's fantastic. Uh, for us. <laughs> I yeah. Know. I mean, Oh yeah. I mean, don't tell the FBI, but I have evidence I illegally took, uh, from the station. Um, and just to show sort of a pattern of behavior, I think what we learned is that you were forcibly removed from the case by the FBI. And That's right. they, they also um, bullied you a little bit, it sounds like. Um, they did. They did. I mean, once they found, about, they found out about my personal relationship uh, with Brian, uh, but furthermore, furthermore, I had also turned the station into a cabaret stage um, where I was uh, putting up small productions uh, of a teleplay version of Working Girl. Um, Once that acting bug bites you, I mean. Yeah. yeah no, and I, and I knew I was wrong. I knew I was wrong. But, uh, you know, my first passion was painting sets. And I thought, what, what could be better than using this space I have on nights uh, for a local uh, version, a little, a little staged version of Working Girl. What could be better? What could be better than getting the gang together, getting some old friends together, and uh, you know, getting to see? Does did Melanie Griffith really get a fair shake in the business world? And she did not. Uh, she did not. But but you know, she makes it out on top. If you've seen, have you seen Working Girl? I have not. No. You, sir, have you seen Working Girl? No, I, I have not. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Please, you're trashing your room. <laughs> Please, just calm down. This <laughs> <laughs> fucking, this fucking stupid. You haven't seen Working Girl? Excuse me, sir. Look me in the eye and tell me you haven't seen Working Girl. No, I haven't seen Working Girl. Well, uh, I mean, well, I think you should know that it's filled with amazing performances by Melanie Griffith, uh, Sigourney B- Weaver. Joan Cusack was nominated for an Oscar, you fuck. Okay. Plus it has a okay. young, hot Alec Baldwin. When, oh, when he was fucking hot. When Alec Baldwin was like fucking hot. And well, like, you should have led with that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I think you should watch Working Girl. It's streaming somewhere. My God. Sorry. Well, if, it's, no, if it's not on Pluto, I don't have access to it. I'm sorry. I got distracted. Look, I, I, I've been guilty of being unprofessional uh, almost, almost exclusively. Uh, I've been guilty of that. Uh-huh. But I'm the kind of detective who leads with the heart. And I, when I found out that Brian went missing, I went the first place I thought of um, a little secret, little secret oasis of ours, um, a place we used to go to in high school, and that's a cheesecake factory. Mm. Um, cheesecake factory. Uh, hey, you ready for a bombshell? I don't think that I am. Uh, I don't think that I am. Go ahead. Brian wasn't on his way to Rainforest Cafe that day. He was on his way to Cheesecake Factory. Sir, if that's true, I'm about to give up on this entire case. (laughs) A huge part of this case was figuring out what the Rainforest Cafe had to do with it, how to clear their good name, get a sponsor. Go I'll ahead. tell you what they have in common. They have the same manager. Local franchise monger, Billy Spimp. <laughs> S-P-I-N-P. <laughs> Billy Spimp is a local uh, thousandaire um, who has been, who is, oh, he wheels and deals in all the big family chains. He happens to manage both of those locations, and I happen to have some dirt on him. Okay. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, what, uh, what you don't know is that Billy Spimp, before he moved to Tyson's Corner, he was arrested on meth charges, and not just regular meth charges. He ran a meth fuck den in Los Angeles, California called the Twinks Bubble. Twinks Bubble is a little oasis where all the young West Hollywood gays would gather. They would get their fix of sparkles and twinkles. And, 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 and Brian was dealing the stuff. He was cooking the stuff. And then we almost had him. They almost had him until he escaped to Tyson's Corner, Virginia, where they have a very, very... Very strange. Uh, 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 what's what's the word I want to use? They I have, have no sh- idea. They have real strange laws uh, about uh, uh, keeping their citizens where they are. Couldn't extradite <laughs> them. Couldn't extradite them. Yeah, famously difficult extradition laws. It's the only place in the United States of America that has such stringent uh, extradition laws. It's 
kind of a remarkable place. Um, I'll just say that Brian had a relationship with uh, 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 Brian. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Yeah, wow. incredible. With that. Yeah, you know, you know, I did, I did my work. A lot of people will say I'm crazy. I'm connecting dots that barely make any sense. But what I would say to that is, hey, Working Girl opens this weekend, and uh, I'm doing a production. Now I'm not doing it at the police station anymore. I'm doing the production uh, in my basement. Uh, tickets are five dollars or two for eight. Uh, I would like to mention that you are sitting in what I believe to be the the front of the stage uh, yeah. conducting this interview. You are clearly in front of your working girl stage. Are you it's acting down, this? It's called downstage, honey. I'm sorry. It's called downstage, I, darling. I'm a detective. I mean, I mean, I'm a podcaster, not a not a theater person, so. Okay, fair, uh, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah, I'm sitting downstage. What do you think? What do you think of the set? It looks great. Uh, clearly, your heart is in stage painting because it is. it looks beautiful. It, yeah. Oh, are you saying my stage painting is better than my detective work? I mean, I don't really know your detective work, but it seems like very possible. Oh, are you saying that I've I've led you on eight different wild goose chases today? That everything I've said has been a slew of insane specifics. Just, I, just, huh? No, I don't necessarily. Possibly, very possibly, yes. But I, you know. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, I respect your opinion, and I, I look. I want nothing more than to find Brian. Where is he? Where is he? We don't know. We are hoping that you could tell us. You seem to. What do you think? You know, I, I do have one more piece of evidence that I probably should have brought up. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be great. You know, uh, as you know. He was really into puppeting in high school, um, and um, uh, not a couple months ago, actually, just before he went missing, Brian uh, Brian mailed me a little puppet, um, an un- unpainted puppet I thought was uh, really cool, um, but I couldn't help but notice that the puppet, the, the, the puppet, the, the paper mache puppet, made from pages of some sort of occult some sort of a book of the occult. You know, I, I, I kind of, I'm looking at the puppet right now and, you know, you, the pages read incredibly strange excerpts like of the devil's fountain, uh, uh, let he who be not without sin spew into my mouth for I am Beelzebub, the true ruler. All, all the pages that make up this puppet are just filled with horrifying, uh, satanic, uh, 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 jibber-jabber. And I, I thought that was incredibly interesting. Yes, that's incredibly interesting. What is the puppet of, if I may ask? Rocco. Do you remember Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life? Rocco's Modern Life, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rocco's, Rocco's Modern Rocco, Modern Life. I remember the episode where he uh, becomes a phone sex operator. Oh, right. Yeah, they really pushed the boundary there. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, no, it's like a cutaway gag. He's like looking for a new job, and then uh, yeah, he's like, "Oh, baby, baby," <laughs> and then it turns out Bravo! he's talking to his neighbor. 
Yeah, yeah. We always we always like to call ourselves Rocco and Heifer because you know we were outcasts in high school. Uh, he sent me that that Rocco puppet. No, nothing. Uh, you know, in a in a brown uh, FedEx packet. Just no note. Nothing. But I knew it was, I knew it was, it was from him. You know, because we used to call each other Rocco and Heifer. I just. Well, what do you think it means? Uh, uh, I, I think he's, I think he sent a message the only way he knew how. Cryptic message, a, a talisman of the past. He hoped I would help uncover for him. And uh, I, I, really frustrated we haven't been able to find him yet. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it means. Maybe, maybe, hey, wait a second. How many towns in Virginia start with O? I oh, that's a good O town. O town is is he in O town? Okay, can I what? be honest with you, Detective? What? Yes. It feels like you did get a bunch of important clues and information, and instead of turning that over to people who were would help you investigate it, you did a production of Working Girl in your basement. Have you considered that your you your friend might be dead and that you did a a working girl production instead? Oh no. This no. is the first time this is occurring to you? No, yeah. I never thought he was dead. Oh no. No. <laughs> okay. No. Don't use this. Don't use this. Don't use this. If everyone, don't we use, this. use this. We no. have to use this. We have to use this. We're not. It should be going to the authorities. Yeah. No. I'm stupid. I'm stupid. If you're looking for sympathy, <laughs> you're you're not getting it from us. Well, at least I've seen Working Girl, honey. Pick up a TV. Open up a TV, mama. Why is that an insult to us? How is that an insult to us? It is a formative piece of pop culture. Can't believe you haven't seen Working Girl. It is one of the original feminist pieces of, of, of iconography that uh, the, we have, and you just throw it by the wayside. Well, no wonder you're having a hard time finding Brian. Okay, Detective, I wow. appreciate every I appreciate your time. Okay. We appreciate your time. I think uh my partner and I both understand that we are maybe not well enough versed in feminism iconography in our culture. Okay. Our culture. Yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I hope I hope I was of a lot of help today. I guess we'll I guess we'll find out. <laughs> I guess we'll find out at some point. I'll take your exasperated pause as a resounding yes. I'm getting out of here. I'm getting <laughs> the fuck out of here. Okay. Thank you okay. for your time, Detective. I really Thank you. Yeah. Bye, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> God, he fired his gun so many times. That was unbelievable. Wow. Um, I don't know what to do with that. I think... I don't want to say you think he did it, but... I mean... I can't make heads or tails of that. I was excited to finally get an authority figure on this. And the biggest revelation to me is that the manager of the Rainforest Cafe isn't devoting his full time and energy to the Rainforest Cafe. 
Oh my god, I literally saw you turn beet red and so angry I mean, when you heard that. You know, I'd <laughs> I can't you don't if you have if you're raising a star athlete, you don't have another kid. You know what I'm saying? You focus your attention on that kid. Yes. And I pray to God everything that guy told us was uh, horseshit because I'm going to have a tough time swallowing that pill. I tuned out after the Brain Force Cafe. I didn't hear a word. I didn't internalize a word of it. I'm, I'm I don't curious. think Working Girl is a real movie. I, it, the cast sounds incredible. I would have heard of this. I absolutely would have heard of it. A young Alec Baldwin? That means the movie was made... 40 years ago, they were making movies called Working Girl 40 years ago. I doubt it. They, in 40 years ago, every movie was called Men's Town or Guys Only. Yeah. I wouldn't believe in a working girl. 